0: Take your enjoyment of Smodco Podcast to the next level by checking out a live Smodco show. Irvine Improv welcomes Babylon back on Friday, August 26th. Jay Muse shares his views at Colorado Springs Comic Con on August 26th. September 2nd, Jay and Bob get old at the Toronto Fan Expo. Denton, Texas proudly hosts Kevin Smith on September 17th. December 11th and 12th, get old with Kevin Smith and Jason Muse in Colorado. Kev goes solo for a show at South of the Landmark in Colorado on December 11th and 12th. December 13th, Fort Collins brings Kevin Jay to the Lincoln Center. Need something to do in Denver? Check out Jay and Silent Bob Get Old in Larimer Square, December 15th. An Evening with Kev graces the stage in Denver, December 15th. JSB come to Telluride, Colorado on December 16th. Kevin won't be skiing in Aspen, but he will definitely be doing a live show, December 18th. Tickets to these and all Smodco shows are available now at Smodcast.com.
1: Wait, can we all get along?
0: Karen, horror, death. Film at 11. How many sides does a triangle have?
1: Damn, four.
0: There's no five.
1: One. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. brain trust, uh, couldn't do it without you, because otherwise I'd be talking into an empty room, or into my phone, but then, you know, what's the point, I do that sometimes, I do that sometimes, I do that sometimes, and when I do it, I not only do I broadcast, uh, I, I don't broadcast, when I do it, I do it into my Siri, and I dictate texts, and I can even do the punctuation, and it's really great, um, but it doesn't get put out there to the world, to all of you, you know, the Glebe of extraordinary gentlemen that are out there listening, and, um, enjoying this podcast I've been doing for over five years. Five and a half years or so. With two extended breaks for again for which I apologize. Um, we've got more of an old style and still not very long, but longer than usual, old style, fuller podcast. We're not just talking Trump politics this week. We got some of the big stories of the week, including some politics of the election, Trump and Hillary stories, but we got some other good, fun stuff for you. And I'm joined today. We have a guest a special guest here, uh, I'm in Chicago, I'm in Chi-Town, that created all the bass sounds, and it's not even it's Miami that created the bass sounds, according to Vanilla Ice. Yeah. But I'm here with a dear old friend of mine, a very funny comedian, um, who I've known for how long? 2005.
0: So about five years. <laughs> uh, I'm not great two, math. Because this is 2010, right? Yeah, it's 2010 right now. This is actually an old episode. This is one of the first episodes. It's a rerun.
1: It's exactly right. We predicted, a lot of we predicted it would be <laughs> Trump versus Hillary, I'm predicting it now. Yeah, you know actually I mean? it'll probably happen in two thousand sixteen. Probably. We know each other about eleven years. Uh, he's a great comedian. We work together on the road sometimes, and we're doing so right now at Zanies in Chicago. He's a headliner in his own right, but sometimes he comes out and opens for me because he's a good man, me or Delia or somebody.
0: Well, I'll tell you right now, you're the reason why I'm into this nonsense comedy. I well, yeah, go- tell that story real quick. Chad Zumak, everybody. Started at, at and, the
1: bottom. And, and by the way, so you can tweet along with the episode, what's your handle? At Chad Zumach, C-H-A-D-Z-U-M-O-C-K. And at Ben Glebe, follow us along, tweet along with us, you know. So
0: tell us the story. How, how, why am I responsible? I moved to Los Angeles in 2005 for a female. And I get there, first time there, I wasn't doing stand-up. I was kind of writing, just kind of doing improv and that. I had no direction. The girl broke up with me the first two weeks I was there, devastated. Had nowhere to go, didn't know what to do. I was sure. crying. I was in a new city, didn't have any friends. Right. I was a bartender at a Beverly Hills rib joint called RJ's in I, Beverly Hills. I know it well. Yeah. It's not there anymore, but yeah. I loved it. Well, I, th- I thought it was h- always hilarious, a barbecue joint in Beverly Hills, which is funny. We're not allowed to barbecue? Well, you're allowed to, but it's very from Hills. that time. We're not allowed to barbecue, bro. Health conscience, like Beverly Hills? We were not always health conscience. Smoothies? That's, that's a new trend, man. Press juices? Come on. We like the BBQ. All right. And uh, I didn't know what to do, and I worked with comedians... Like Christina show who's a good comic. and Walking Sauce. Walking Sauce. And she goes, come to the Hollywood Improv with me. And I go, okay. I go there. I, and I'm just in the back of the room. Ben Glee gets on stage. And I've, I've never really watched stand-up. I kind of watched it, but I wasn't really involved. You made me laugh so hard. <laughs> you were doing crowd work. I, you were fearless. You had nerve, confident. I was like, I want to do that. I want to do that. So I went to the Ha Ha Cafe the very next day. I never stopped going to open mics. I never stopped going to the college humor show. Every Wednesday I was there. What comedy did you start at? And I had the nerve to walk up to you going, hey, man, I just want to let you know, like you were, I started doing comedy because of you or whatever, and you were always nice from the get-go. Very friendly, and I never forgot that, so I was always very loyal. But I could see you up there with Dane, and like all the, I I was like, I want to be those guys. I want to do that. You'll get there one day. (laughs) Yeah, so... (laughs) Thank you, Zumak. I That's appreciate the kind of word. 100%
1: true story. Well, I don't think that anybody would think you're lying. That's not so fantastical a story. No. That would be an exaggeration. But you will be in an award speech if I ever won one. Ooh, I like that. Something. Good. Now, now I need to help get you an award. Yeah, something. So if I, give you, or I create the award, then that would be less of an impressive moment in the speech.
0: Yeah, because I'll be like, well, no, I can be like, and finally, I couldn't have done this without... Literally. And Glee, literally, it was his award that he created. He actually came up with this, and he, he he did it. And I got I couldn't have this without him. Very true. So very true. Thanks for saying that, buddy. Um, and you live in Cleveland now, but you're about to move back to
1: L.A. Yes, Los Angeles. If anybody's listening, to anybody knew what I meant by L.A. Oh, you never. Well, I thought, you thought it.
0: maybe Lower Akron.
1: That's true, or Louisiana.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair enough. I'll take it back. Maybe nobody knew. I'm looking for a place to live, so hit me up if you're. Uh, at, person at Chad Zumok if you got a if you have a a a place for a uh up and coming hilarious comedian who um a sublet if you will a sublet quit drinking yeah is that still true yeah
0: okay that's yeah. a no <laughs> that's a no it's you know it's one of those things where um i i quit for a long time why would you quit i was in a bad i was depressed i was in a bad place i was really depressed i was going through some difficult times in my life you know, my mom's situation. and It's I was a good just, time to start drinking. Yeah, well, I was going in a dark, dark place. It was really dark, and I knew I just had to clean up my l- life. And it was good. It was the most rewarding thing I ever did. Actually, with the rehab, did I tell you that? No, I did not know that. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that your mom came out the other side very well
1: from her health. Scares, she had some intense things, but I'm so glad she's doing better. So you went to rehab, tell me that story.
0: Ah, we haven't, we're catching up. Yeah. And, and the Ben Glebe subscribers are listening, too. That's last right. Day on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Um, I uh, yeah, I was just I was so dark. I was in a dark place, and I, I was thinking dark things because a lot of people out there, you you know, you got a lot of thoughts that go through your mind. But when the thoughts start thinking of... thoughts, like, you did that again no, last night, yeah. and you did it again today. Thoughts and farts. No, when they when they start seem they seem like a good idea. These dark thoughts, you're like, okay, I might need some help. And I realized I was drinking every day and I was on the road. I was depressed. I didn't like where I was at with my life. And I went to a rehab and with the help of my comedian friend, Jim Florentine, who God, God bless him, big brother of mine. He helped me, set me in this and it was the best thing I ever did. It was amazing. It, it set my mind right. I started thinking, uh, rationally because I was basically trying to run a marathon with a broken leg and you can't do that, that one of the lines they taught you? I think I heard it from somewhere. I know I didn't come up with it. I'm Sounds there, like a though. very rehabby line. Yeah, but and I needed to stop, and I needed to build the muscle again, so I can start, you know, slowly start running again and and run the correct way. And that's what was going on with my head. Uh, I've been to rehab too. Did
1: I ever tell you that? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I just mean the Vegas pool party. Oh yeah. Well, I was there too. Actually, to call it rehab. I think that rehab sent me into rehab. I was there. <laughs> Fair enough. And I was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Didn't that Amy Winehouse song? take on a real tragic tone when she's like, they want me to go to rehab. I said, no, no. And then she didn't. And then she should have. Yeah. that's a,
0: yeah. Can that your can guy in Switzerland out. put that in real, real quick, rehab? He could.
1: It's not in <laughs> Switzerland. It's Declan <laughs> Quinn. He's in the UK. But the point is, um,
0: I'm glad that you figured all that out. That was after you got in a car accident. No, it was... Uh, I lost a radio job in 2011. Uh, no, no, 2013. In Cleveland, it was like a big, popular drive-time radio show that I helped create from nothing, and it was a horrible situation because I was a celebrity within this bubble, Cleveland, Northeast Ohio. But if I go over to Pennsylvania, no one knows who I was. But within Cleveland, everybody knew who I was. They knew my business, my my DUI arrest, my mugshot was on every single news station in Cleveland. It was like the biggest news story. It was the craziest, most surreal thing. It was attention, I realized I don't want, I was like, I, at that point I was like, I don't want to be famous. I want I want to be creative and do this as an art. And if I can make a, a good living, I'm cool, but I don't want to be famous because it was, because when things go bad, people turn on you and it's, it was ugly. Yeah. Friendships were divided. Lies were told. It was just an ugly, you know, so I really wanted out of that situation and I should have moved out of Cleveland a long time ago, but I've been a road comic since. And, but you know what? Everyone has a different path. It's a journey, and I'm glad where I am today. And I appreciate being in Chicago with Ben Glebe last week on Earth. That's exactly right. Um, and
1: we're about to go into the news of the week of the last week on Earth. But uh, why did you start drinking again then?
0: It's a, it's only casually every
1: now and then. Are you able to control it though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it you was not getting blitzed anymore. No, So I remember some story. I mean, one time you're opening for me in in uh, in Columbia, Missouri, at déjà vu and. We were both drunk and after 2009. the show, 2009, is that what it was? Or eight. And we were in the parking lot diner after the show and some dude, I accidentally bumped into his backpack and the guy like turned around and like, was about to push me or did push me a little bit and yeah. you just, like an attack dog, you shoved him really, really hard against the wall and he clocked you so hard yeah. that you had the fattest swollen eye I've ever seen in my life I'd take you to the emergency room it looked like the Octomom's vagina yeah that is a uh, that's a reference that would have if this was actually in 2010 this it is 2010 been. that's why oh, yeah right right <laughs> um, yeah it probably did look that way and I it mean, the, the, the saddest part about that is driving back
0: from 14 babies came out of his eye that day yeah <laughs> Driving from Columbia, Missouri to Cleveland, Ohio, which is like a nine-hour drive with an ice pack on your eye, oh, it was the worst drive of my life. I forgot God, you had to drive back. Yeah, you flew, Mr. First Class. I don't go first class unless I get
1: paid, it gets paid for by others. But when I pay for my own ticket, it's straight-up coach, window seat, and just pass the fuck out. There you go. That's the way you do it. It's a life hack that I just shared yesterday on my Instagram stories. If you ever want to sleep longer on planes, let's say you only have a three-and-a-half-hour flight, but you'd like to sleep four or four-and-a-half hours. You get on the plane right when boarding starts, get to your window seat, and never recline your seat. That way you can fall asleep. And then even when you land, you know, the last 20, 30 minutes, they make you recline your seat back up. They wake you up for that if you're asleep. And then, so, if you have your seat up the whole time, you can sleep all the way through landing, you sleep all the way through taxiing, through everybody else getting off the plane, you can get yourself four and a half hours.
0: Do you have the uh, the pillow, the neck
1: pillow? Oh, yeah. always got the neck pillow. Okay. Always got the neck pillow. Windows I spent so much money on neck pillows. I always forget them. Yeah. And then I buy new ones. I got you got to get the good one. All the rest are you can't sleep
0: on. So you got to get the like twenty dollar expensive one, but it's very uh, comfy. That's a good business to get into. I might actually invest them them neck pillows. Yeah, because everyone always forgets them. Canada airports they charge I think forty eight dollars for them. Those Canadians,
1: but American money that's worth like eighteen bucks exactly. Um, no, we're not doing that much better, but we're doing a little better. And they have free health care, which is cool. Ryan Lochte, not robbed at gunpoint, everybody reports. He over-exaggerated, as he said. And the term would be exaggerated, not over-exaggerated, but he said he over-exaggerated the over-exaggerated story. Apparently he was just a drunk, tore a dispenser out of a bathroom, and then peed everywhere around the gas station. This was the Olympic guy, the swimmer? The swimmer. He's David Swimmer. David From Friends. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, yeah, he just was a drunk asshole, and they pulled out a gun to get him to not leave the scene of the crime that he committed. Said he was robbed at gunpoint. Um, should he? Should this have been international news? Should he have been castigated for this lie, or is it not that big a deal? You as a man who formerly enjoyed drinking and partying.
0: Um, I think there's more to the story. I think, I heard there was a retraction on this. I heard the government was actually putting that out there. Putting what out there? Uh, that, this story right here. According to him, it w- it was totally bent up. The, the 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 story was fabricated. It was exaggerated. It, w- it didn't go down the way it's being reported. From what I understand, I think you're about a week behind on the story. He admitted that
1: he lied and that he fucked up the gas station and then tried to escape and he pretended he was robbed at gunpoint and pulled out of a taxi. We're in 2010, right? Yep, I think we're gonna go to 2016 now <laughs> yeah. because
0: I want to <laughs> make sure these stories are reported in the current day. Well, if that's the case, that's not... Listen, America doesn't have the best PR around the world right now. I don't think that's a good thing to do. Yeah, we didn't need that. We didn't need that, Ryan. Yeah, man. He's a total bro. He's a a bro.
1: He's a jabroni. And uh, a lot of people call him a douchebag, and he didn't unprove it. Yeah. But he was dropped by Speedo and Ralph Lauren both. Well, maybe Affliction can pick him up since he's a douchebag. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Maybe mm. get some Ed Hardy, Ed Hardy. On, on your side. <laughs> um, Speedo dropped him with the quote, We cannot condone behavior that is counter to the values we at Speedo have long stood for. What are those values at yeah, Speedo? what fucking values is Speedo <laughs> espousing? We have all known the great moral brand banana hugger t- huggers. <laughs> we like to cup your dick. <laughs> But the values are of, of dick
0: cupping are not in line with exaggerating drunk stories. Yeah. Well, you know what? The, the, the thing about this story, it's going to pass like all news stories because the, the news cycle's so fast now. A week from now, nobody will care. And, you know, this guy. He already
1: just signed up for Dancing with the Stars. He's going to be on Dancing. He's going to be on DWTS, bro. Well, that's going to be good PR for him then. This is all great PR. Yeah, maybe it's all intentional. He made up a crime so he could become a great. A great dancer. Yeah. Like, I'm convinced... Uh, I want to be a Nothing to Start myself. You could probably get on there. I think I could. Sometimes they have people that are really not that well-known. But you get enough heat right now with the I TV show. I got some show. heat, man. They have weird people on, like, Disney shows. They have, like, random athletes. No, nobody in middle America knows that women don't know. I could be on that show. I could dance, bro. Who's your up? agent? Barry, Barry Katz? Very Cat's my manager. Very, very Cat.
0: Tell him to make a phone call, man.
1: Wilson, I've got a great talent for you. He's given a new name for game show he's hosting. one of the best very Comedians working today. He's moving the needle. He's got a Showtime special, The A lot of are available now and on demand. You have to check it out. It's Damn. Really, he's a rare talent. <laughs> yeah, have him make a phone call. That guy gets things done. It's an idea. You heard, Amber Heard. Gives her seven million dollar Johnny Depp divorce settlement to charity. It's a real, real move to make Depp look even worse. Claims domestic me. violence that on at his hands, and then says I'm taking the whole divorce settlement, giving it to the ACLU to focus on stopping violence against women and to other groups. Um, really, it's uh, harsh. I mean, it's great that people are going to benefit from this money. It's cool she did it. It's a pretty pimp move. It's a pretty gangster move on her part.
0: Yeah, she's, uh, it's what's her name? Amber Heard. One Amber Heard, zero Johnny Depp right now, because that makes Johnny Depp look like a piece of shit. Can we swear? Nope. Oh. Yeah, you can. Edit that out, guy from New Zealand. You can swear. You can. <laughs> <UK. laughs> um, yeah, so that makes him uh, look really bad, and it also makes her look great, because she's not coming at you like she's a gold digger, she's after his money. She's like, no, screw this. I'm not saying she's a gold digger. But she ain't messing she, with no uh, broke, no broke uh, Johnny Depp. That's right, that's right. <laughs> she
1: ain't, messing, she ain't with- messing. with no pirate, pirate guys. <laughs> Some Caribbean. She ain't messing it. with the, the Caribbean Jack Sparrow. Um, I don't want. She ain't messing with Sparrow. People, come on. All right. I don't
0: want to get married. A failed attempt at a joke. All right. See. You being in the public eye and all that—like, if you get married, this could be your story someday. I'm not saying you're going to do domestic violence. No, I would not ever do that. All right, I never. I don't know what you're implying. I'm implying like if something went bad, right? This is going to be all over the
1: news. I don't. Yeah, I mean, just that's why you just have to not be an asshole. Okay, that's one of the major reasons why the key to success in life and keeping it up is don't be a dick. And that's why five years ago I started with the encouragement of Sophia Bush on this very podcast, the "Don't Be a Dick" pledge. And you can sign up by going to tinyurl.com slash don't be a dick pledge.
0: You hear that, Olympic swimmer? You hear that uh, a box office actor? Joe. Ja. Don't be a dick. That's exactly right. Trump campaign under new management, the Daily Beast
1: reports. Donald Trump fired Paul Manafort, who he'd hired to run his campaign, and just like six weeks later or some shit, maybe two months later, fires him. I mean, already Manafort was a weird hire. Shady dude. He was wearing pinstripe suits all the time. Seemed like a real mafioso type if you ask me, and no one does. Ask. Axe. Axe. The word is axe. (laughs) Like the body spray. (laughs) And, um, it came out that he apparently was helping, like, accept money, launder money from this, uh, from the Ukrainian government, the pro-Russian Ukrainian government, and everybody already accuses Trump of being very pro-Russia, and, um, supporting Putin more than he does a lot of our own interests, encouraging Russia to hack Hillary Clinton's emails, all that kind of shit, and, um... So you can't have a guy that's literally took money from a pro-Russian-Ukrainian regime and before the invasion happened, and uh, so Trump had to essentially fire him. It's the second time he's had to fire his campaign manager. How are how we supposed to give any credence to his judgment? I'm
0: starting to think he, he's kind of
1: making this up as he goes. He's not really sure what's going on. I'm starting to think it's like blatantly clear because then he hires a new person who he now calls the CEO of his campaign. Which, by the way, shouldn't Trump be the CEO of his own campaign? Yeah, I mean, you're running for CEO of America. <laughs> You'd think CEO of your own campaign
0: would be a strong position to give yourself. Listen, I'm not going to go heavy right, heavy left on this, but I'm going to. I think realistically and logically. Uh, Trump was a good businessman for the most part. He's obviously had a couple uh, problems within, you know, the casino business and a few other things. I, I think he's the this, steak business, the vodka
1: business, the airline business, the right. university business.
0: But ultimately, he's done pretty well. I think if you count all if you do, if you don't count all those failures, sure. But he's made a few bucks on the side. But he, I mean, I think he started this whole presidential campaign. Is almost like a joke, and it became a reality. And For sure. He, and now he's like Seems all in. No way to me. And looks, I know you're a liberal guy and you're Democratic, and you have that. Oh, I'm not a Democrat, and I'm probably more liberal than not, but I'm definitely not one side of the spectrum completely.
1: Are you like a? Were you a Sanders guy all I the was way? A Sanders guy, like yeah. Sanders a lot. Even
0: um, though know, it would be an insane amount of tax I would have had to pay, but sometimes you got to go the greater good, you know. Well, not a lot of people think like you. It's true. A lot of rich people out there are like, "I earned this money. This is my money. Those Why should I are, have to?" Those people are Republicans. Sure. And uh with that being said, I think I I like what Trump did and the that he he broke the system. No, well, I like that too. But it was the wrong guy to do it. Right. And you can't necessarily get behind what he's doing right now. And he's just kind of making it up as he goes. Yeah, and he's just like alienating everybody. And I
1: mean, that's how screwed the Republican Party is how desperate a place they're in, a bad a place, a mismanaged a place, like imploded of a place, because Hillary is so flawed. I mean, just again, we'll cover it right now. This week, two more damaging stories came out about her, and any other candidate would have sailed to the White House. But Trump's just so much worse and so yeah. much more divisive and angry um, that she's going to win. And just to finish the story about Trump's new campaign manager, new CEO— hire Stephen Bannon from Breitbart News, a news site that's widely acknowledged to encourage and sympathize with very racist, very anti-Semitic, what's known as the alt-right. It's a website that helped mainstream the ideas of white nationalists and resuscitate the reputations of anti-immigration mongers, as the Daily Beast reported. That's how you're going to try to appeal to the whole country, by hiring
0: that? It's that. a great PR move by Trump to, you know, <laughs> shake off everything. Yeah, that's, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's figuring it out as he goes. Like He's he not going to figure it out in time. But here's the thing. I'm not a big Clinton. I'm not uh, Team Clinton. I'm not Team Trump. I'm kind of in the middle. Who are you going to vote for? I'm not. This is one that with the first, not first election. I'm not going to vote for you. You would be an Ohio voter? I'm a, I'm a swing state guy. Yeah. Well, that's insane.
1: A vote. not If you don't vote in this election, you're... But I don't like the candidates. What am I going to vote for? It doesn't matter. For Sanders, he's not going to win. No, I'm not for Sanders. I mean, I mean, I think in this election you have to choose one of the two. If you're in a swing state, I, I don't have to do anything. Well, you don't have to do anything. It's true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess anyway, if Hillary's leaning towards winning, that you'll probably put her in office anyway. But. You really don't think that even though Hillary's very flawed and is corrupt in certain ways, she'd be much better for America? Well,
0: whoever, uh, the in the world. whoever you vote for, it's going to be a one-term president. One and done. There's Probably. no way. neither one. A of a lot those, of damage in four years, though. Yeah, but there, your first four years in office, you're basically campaigning for your next four years. That's what Obama did. Obama couldn't get anything done his first four years. Cause, That's not true. He got health care done. Well, he got the health care. The marriage. Got, but he all but he emerged the second term, but yeah, second term down. he 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 wanted to be gangster. Second term, he's like, like healthcare done first term. You sure? Oh yeah. Okay. Did that two years. But ago. you're also campaigning for your second term the whole time. You're kind of staying even keel. I mean, if if you're going the lesser of two evils, you go Clinton. I guess um, that's all I'm saying.
1: Is don't you think? And, and it, with a guy as unhinged and divisive and offensive to the world community and to groups within our country as Trump is. Even if you don't like Hillary, it's just a safer bet for the future of our country to have her in office.
0: If you're the world looking in, I mean, in Al-Qaeda, and they have pictures of Trump on the wall. <laughs> so, so in that case, why wouldn't you vote for Hillary? I, I agree. I just I think she's so corrupt. She's, I don't like what she stands for. She, she doesn't sell me anything. She, she, she flip-flops. She's wishy-washy. And I just, why, okay, if I have a Hershey bar and a Nestle Crunch bar and I hate them both, And you're like, you have to buy one. I'm like, but I don't like them. But you don't have to buy one, and no one's going to force one down your throat if you don't buy one.
1: And not buying one would not ruin the country. It's a very flawed analogy. I'm I'm tapping out. One of these people is going to go into power and be able to influence the direction of our country. Even if Hillary personally has a lot of flaws, she espouses a lot of ideas that I think is more inclusive, that helps people, that... That wants to raise up the middle
0: class, and Trump all, all it is about is lining his own pockets for but her, are we sure with Clinton? Friends. That's what she's saying, but she has a history of going and she's saying that now. But when she she's gets fought for health care for a very very <coughs> long time, she um, she definitely has
1: a better track. record. I don't record. trust her, but you see, in they're the under record in office. They're a little bit underwood. Yeah, yeah. I grant you that. Yeah. But you see, with her track record in office, they do move towards progressive things that help people. Yeah, it, it, I guess. I know you're trying to
0: swing me on this, but I just... I, don't like, I would love to get you to f- agree to vote for Hillary. I, I, I can't. I'll, I'll feel dirty if I vote for her. Even but, though but, but, she's but, a lesser of the but two but it's evils. Not, you're not
1: endorsing somebody's whole everything. Ideally, you are. But in this case, you have to vote for a lesser of two evils. You have to make a choice of which one you want to see in office. Unless From a comedic standpoint? Unless you're saying you'd be okay... With not voting
0: and Trump winning, if you, you're okay with Trump winning, then of course don't vote. You're a comedian. I'm a comedian. If I'm voting for my career and what I do, I have to vote for Donald Trump because that is four years of great material. Yes, but nobody's going to give you some good material. Uh, I, I just, I, I just don't like her. I, I really don't like her. So you're okay with Trump becoming president? So whoever wins, you're a one-term president. So you're okay with you four years of that gamble? Whoever becomes president. They're not going to do a lot of damage. They just won't. That's ridiculous to say. How do you know that? Somebody normal who knows how politics
1: work and won't upend the system. But don't you think Trump might not do a lot of damage? But Trump does damage every day. Right. Trump has world leaders scared. You don't think he's going to insult a world leader and all of a sudden a longtime ally will become a foe?
0: You can see that happening, boom, overnight. Well, don't you think he's going to align himself with people that know what they're doing? No. Look what he was talking about right now. He's accidentally hiring
1: idiots he has to fire two months later. He's hiring people that are on the side of the Russian government who's a foe of ours. So why would you possibly think he's going to hire people who know what he's doing? He can't even do that in his campaign when everybody's scrutinizingly watching him and and analyzing every
0: decision. You know, Once you're in office, no one looks at your decision this closely. I have a radio background, and one of the keys of radio is point, counterpoint, good cop, bad cop. What right. I just did to you was I, uh, I engaged Glebe to go off. I would not necessarily, basically... So yeah, did I convince you then? Well, yeah, I was going to vote for Hillary the whole time. No, are you serious? I swear to God. But really? I, I was just trying That's to... That's pro- amazing. I was propping you because you I was... you a great radio <laughs> I was trying <laughs> you really going to vote for Hillary? Yeah, I don't like her. I really don't. But I'm going to vote for her just because it's, yes. it's the safest bet. Dap it up. And, on but that. I don't like her, for the record. I don't like her either. And, and, and when I check the ballot, I'm going to I write, met her and I didn't even like her. I'm going to like, I don't like her under it. Just so... Yeah, it, write that. Yeah. Write that. Um, I might discount but, your ballot. But, but uh, you know, I, I think it's four years and done for her. And plus, they're both old. Both they're of them. both very old. Yeah. Trump tried to even apologize
1: this week slightly, but not really, as ABC News reported, and Trump said in a the speech they read off a prompter even though criticized Hillary for promptering all the time he quote sometimes in the heat of the moment and speaking on a multitude of issues you don't choose the right words even though he did say in the past he had the best words yeah he goes oh he contradicts himself also I the say time. the wrong thing I've done that and believe it or not I do regret it
0: but they even say what he was apologizing for well he's the king of just open word he just says stuff it doesn't matter he contradicts yeah, he's himself just like constantly. a riffer yeah he's just a riffer but like I'm more careful with my words when I do crowd
1: work stand-up shows i'm broadcasting live on facebook and i don't put my foot in my mouth to that degree and the guy is trying to lead the world it's just be a little more character you don't need to laugh every second
0: trump you're not running for comedian i really do believe he didn't think he was going to get this far and he's just i think
1: it's so true
0: i think it just became a reality and he's all in and by the way uh, he's he's gonna i i love what he did i hope there's somebody out there that realizes this is not a two-party system anymore. You could do this. You can do I hope he inspired somebody. Not as I do like that. Not a sociopath like he is or a crazy dude or a rich guy who thinks but I think I think this should inspire other people to you could break the system, man. He went up and he messed up those Democrats for a while to get or those Republicans to get where he's at. True and
1: Sanders messed up the Democrats equally. And I mean to be fair to both sides, it's a horrible week for Hillary. The FBI disclosed that they found 15,000 emails that she did not disclose previously in its year-long investigation. What's up with her in these emails? I know, the State Log Department out. is going to start releasing them in October, just a few weeks before the election. 15,000 emails that she did not report. It's like, first of all, who's even emailing that fucking much? And then, I've said before, like she keeps claiming I didn't send classified information, which in fact she did. But even if she didn't, basically saying, why wouldn't... Shouldn't she have to send classified emails? She's the Secretary of State. More so importantly, not trusting her with the good emails, I and mean, what does it mean?
0: What 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 kind of email provider is she like a Yahoo? Is it hillaryclinton at yahoo.com? Is it Gmail? It's Hillary Clinton at earthlink.net. <laughs> at SBCglobal.com. I just want to know the email address. But no, I, I that, that's the reason why I don't like her. And the only thing that's keeping me it, like she's probably gonna stay the course for what's going on. And her the first man, the first gentleman is Bill Clinton who is a brilliant man. I actually was a fan of Bill Clinton. I love Bill. I, I hope he steps in during her presidential. You've interviewed him. I have. With your question. With my question. you remember what the question was? I I have it on my radio demo. I could pull it up. I, I'm, I met
1: him once too when he was the last uh, throngs of Hillary's first campaign eight years ago. I was talking, it was at an event that Clinton was talking to a bunch of old people in a field in Oregon. And I went up to him afterwards and he was like signing autographs. So I told people, and I said to him, would you accept the VP nomination? And he goes, I can't. It's against the constitution. And I go, no, I mean, if Obama wins and oh. he laughs and he goes, kind of like whispers, "Go like, I'm man, but I can't. <laughs> like he acknowledged that he realized, I'm like, come on, it'd be the dream ticket. And he looked at me and he's like, he like nodded. He, he, he liked it. Really, so he liked it. it was he great. liked your question. That's great. It was great. <laughs> um, But uh, And then also released this week is the information that the Clinton Foundation donors to Bill and Hillary Clinton's foundation that does do a lot of great work globally and helps millions and millions of people, but also riches the pockets of the Clinton family. People that donated to the foundation got meetings with Hillary at the State Department, the AP reports. More than half of the non-government interests who met with Hillary during her tenure as Secretary of State also gave money to the Clinton Foundation, 85 of 154 A combined $156 million donated, um, got meetings for people with her. They did not, however, these meetings violate legal agreements Clinton and her hubby Bill signed before she took office. But the frequency of the overlap showed the intermingling of access and donations and just showing that you could get access to her. There's no evidence yet that she tried to ever influence policy based on those meetings, but they just got access. I personally don't think it's that crazy if someone's donating a million dollars to help people around the world who are in poverty. And you get a meeting, I don't think it's that bad, especially if it's not from shady foreign governments. The Saudis did not get meetings with her while she was Secretary of State.
0: So um, this money was going towards, uh, where was the money going? The
1: Clinton through? Global Foundation, which helps people that are neither in poverty around the world, helps a lot of So it goes globally. to a good cause. Yes, and they also get millions of dollars to the Clintons. Is that a tax break for the Clintons? Well, I'm sure I mean it's just they directly get money they that's
0: get paid. a that's, well, that's a tax break for them too, for their charity Of course, so but, it's business,
1: but they're helping a ton of people, too So I don't think it's as horrible as like Trump University literally scamming people out of money mm. To me, it's a different thing, but it's not great, but apparently again. It did not break the law Also with the emails that were just released FBI director James Comey said there was no evidence that they were Intentionally deleted in an effort to conceal them which again is why he didn't recommend any charges being brought against Hillary but I I I'd, I'd like to step it up to an even bigger story if I can. Sure. Kate Upton goes after Kim Kardashian on Snapchat. <laughs> the Daily Beast reports um she put a snap out there with Uh-oh. her nose looking skinny and with the caption saying I look like a Kardashian nose job and all. Ooh. Oh, snappo dabble drippy dabble. Upton Kardashian. Yeah, they've had a long-time feud because when Upton got the cover of Vogue magazine looking Like Marilyn Monroe, Kanye went on like a 45 minute rant on some radio show saying it should have been Kim on the cover and she's the new Marilyn Monroe. Wait, Kanye went on a rant? Yeah, I know. It's hard to believe that. Breaking news. It is hard to believe Um, that. Oh, God. Such vapid people. Who cares? True that. Have you met the Kardashians? I was one time a few feet from Kim and Chloe, and my friend Chong talked to Chloe and said hi to both of them. I couldn't bring myself to say hi. To Kim, even I wanted to, just because I'd talked so much shit about her in this podcast that I felt disingenuous. I mean, she's even in the theme song of the podcast. But then in subsequent years, I've turned around a lot on the Kardashians. I'm sort of more of a fan. Really? I am, because I think they've done a lot for the world. I've said it before, but, like, accidentally, they've helped the world a lot in the fact that Kim has made different body shapes more acceptable. It used to be this, like, anorexic skinniness. sure. And then she and Kanye and Chloe and everybody she dates has, has made interracial relationships a lot more accepted. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden Bruce Jenner becomes Caitlyn Jenner. And, <laughs> and just from the sheer celebrity of that family, you need to keep touching stuff, isn't it? Just oh. from the sheer celebrity of that family, they, um, have made transgender rights, um, an accepted thing so fast. It could have been a 50 year civil rights struggle and it happened overnight. So that's a
0: lot for one family to do. Yeah. But what, look what they did to black men's careers. Like, they almost killed Lamar Odom. That's true. Uh, That's true. Reggie Bush is no longer around. He's not. He's not even relevant. Chris Humphreys <laughs> never was. Yeah, you know his career is over afterwards. No, he was actually ten and ten guy. And now he's like, not, I don't even think he's on a team. Wait, was no, it? I take that back. He's playing for somebody right now. Yeah. So he's bouncing back. Yeah, barely. Did you find the clip of you and Bill Clinton? I was. I'm trying to pull it up. That's why it was.
1: Well, maybe just don't pull it up and stay engaged in the podcast, okay. because we don't need to hear the clip
0: if you're going to have to search through long audio. I'm engaged. find it. I, I, I've done this for How a would you possibly have found... I pull it up. I was listening. I t- I, same thing. We were having a conversation earlier, and I looked on my Twitter. You tweeted this long thing out about uh, the swimmer.
1: It's true. I was not recording at the exact same time. True. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Do <laughs> you want me to pause so you can find the clip? <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. I can if you want. Oh, I was just going to... Uh, because I wanted to... I thought it would be... Uh,
1: uh, good for the conversation. I'm going to give you one minute of pause, and we're pausing. So here we have now Chad Zumaki is founded on his old radio show, interviewing President Clinton with a
0: question that I wrote for him. This was, okay, we had Bill Clinton on the air. This was a, a big-time get for a Cleveland drive-time show. Yeah. Bill Clinton doesn't do no. drive-time radio. So he just published a book. I got. I went through the publisher to make this happen, and I'm nervous as hell, because Bill Clinton is wicked smart, and I'm a complete idiot. I was a general studies major in college, and I don't. <laughs> I barely know how to spell. General studies. So I, I, I text Gen, uh, Ben Glebe. I'm like, we have Clintons. I know he's a big Clinton fan. I was like, what well, should I ask him? So you send me some questions. And uh, me and the other host were – like the host was kind of engaging, and I he gave me my shot to ask my question. But it wasn't actually my question. It was Ben Glebe's question. <laughs> but here we go. I'm going to play it r- right now. So – You're on a tight time schedule, but I really wanted to ask you, your wife Hillary has announced she won't be continuing public office. I was just curious why that was. Was it a rebuke of Obama, or is is it just the fact she got burned out from the three grueling years of that job? No, I think it's not just the three. Keep in mind, she went from eight years in the White House directly into the United States Senate. She was reelected, then she ran for president. Mm Did you? It was terrifying. I was living in Los Angeles. All right. That was a clip. That was a clip. Yeah. We didn't hear the full answer from Bill Clinton. It was part of my radio demo. It's
1: so. a demo, so yeah. that was kind of a disappointing ending. But that does prove that you weren't lying, at least. So yeah. that's nice. Yeah. And, and we I, both were not lying. Exactly. I like to bring facts. Just keep in mind that she came straight from eight years in the White House right into the United States Senate, re-elected, then became Secretary of State, then uh, killed all those people in Benghazi. <laughs> you got to keep in mind, when you kill people, it really takes a lot out of you. That or was... She, uh, of course, she didn't kill anybody. She just is accused of not taking security concerns very seriously as she could have, even though everybody in office has been responsible, sadly, for the deaths of so many more.
0: But isn't that funny? That, that was five years ago, and she couldn't run for vice president because of all that? But now she's well, running well, for she president? just stepped down from even being secretary of state yeah, in order true. to
1: keep on. And she stepped down, but uh, probably was to rest up for this and get her whole plan in order to run for president again. Yeah. Um, so but that's cool. It's a cool. It was a cool moment to yeah. talk to him. It was cool when I met him as well. He's he's a very powerful figure. He's very cool. He's, he's got his vibe about him,
0: you know. Yeah, absolutely. You can't. I mean, even if you don't like Clinton for whatever reasons, you can't help but to respect the guy, you know, just from knowledge. Who do you side with, Kim Kardashian or Kate Upton? It's the real question. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Upton. I think I like what she's doing. She does, She's not afraid to stand up to the that family and that that. You know, that powerhouse. Who would you rather make love to in the field? Uh, Upton. More style physically. I just don't think I could keep up with the Kardashians. Oh, I love <laughs> what
1: you did there. Ah. I would rather, I like, find them both attractive. I'd, I'd rather make love to Kim Kardashian.
0: More, I just prefer brunettes. I love brunettes. Yeah, I just don't think I can. The, the you know, the Ray J penis. I don't know if I, I, I can't, I'm not going to live, she won't have a good time with me. That's I fun. might have fun. It's nice to know your limitations.
1: <laughs> it's very nice. Um, just two more stories before we go into Twitter answers and Thunder Round. Like I said, a full, a full, a ep- full hog episode coming at you. How's that Thunder Round music go? It's like it's like thunder. It's, ah, it's, you'll hear it. it's funky. Um, but. Um, It'll be a brief one-story thunder round, but we got to give UK Brain Trust Chris Carter some love. But first, an Earth-like planet discovered nearby. Nearby in quotes, Washington Post reports, posts, Post reports. Researchers discovered a new Earth-like planet orbiting a star not far from our own Sun. It's only 4.25 light years away. Enough radiation to maintain surface temperatures of negative 40. So it'd be a nice, cool temp there. You wouldn't be warm. Uh... It would only take eight years for a radio signal to get there, and currently with our technology, to get there by spacecraft, very doable, a mere 78,000 years to get there by spacecraft.
0: Mm-hmm. We could do it. I think the obvious answer is we we throw Matt Damon in a space shuttle. and Just let him have at it. Yeah, I mean, the guy's got experience. He's been on foreign planets before. He survived. He can handle it. I mean, he
1: grew vegetables on
0: Mars. Yeah. It's it's very hard to That's do. That's a fact. That is a fact. So I, I saw a documentary. Yeah, it's really hard to do. And he actually, you know, he, he actually hooked up a whole uh, transmission back to Earth. So mm-hmm. this is the guy to do it. He's a brilliant guy. We send Damon. I
1: like that. Put him in, and then in seventy eight thousand years from now, check in with us with, with a more weathered shore, but also more wise for the wear. Matt Damon, and see if the place is habitable. If it's not, he's gonna he's old at this point. At this point, he's old.
0: He already did Goodwill Hunting. Exactly. He's already did uh, the the Born Identity. Exactly. We right. got the best out of Damon. His exactly. best years. He's done a lot of the Born Identities. Retired the role. Came
1: back to the role. Yeah. Um. And uh, if you know, it so happens he gets there, and it's not a habitable planet. And his transmission to us is like, turns out it's not habitable here, and I I won't be able to make it back. Alive. That's considering old. Considering, is so my impressionable Damon. Considering I'm seventy-eight thousand and forty years old, you just we'd have to communicate back to him from our satellite center and say, "How do you like them apples?"
0: <laughs> i see what you did there. See what I did there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we'll not say, so talented are you now, Mr. Ripley? <laughs> Thank you for your services. Thank you for the rainmaker. Good luck to you, Mr. Damon. That's exactly right. And our last story
1: before we go into Twitter answers. Hope Solo has been suspended for six months for calling the Swedish team cowards. My question to you, and I'm going to ask you directly, Chad, because I don't know the answer myself.
0: Who is Hope Solo? What sport is this? And why would you be suspended for calling somebody a name? Uh, first of all, it's soccer. Okay. I believe she's a goalie. Okay. And I feel her parents were Star Wars fans. They wanted to name her Han, but they sure. had a female, this so other, like, eh, Hope's they close no Choice, And uh, she was disrespectful, again, but she's also a competitor. Competitors in the heat of the moment say things. I like when people, yeah, like you remember a couple of years ago during the Super Bowl, who was the the Marshall uh, the nah. Marshall Clark, O.J. Simpson, Clark. yes, uh, Sherman, Richard Sherman went yes. off on the sideline reporter. Uh huh. That's how I want my sports. You're competitors. You're out there. Wait, the whole thing, a spectacle. should not it be more fun the merrier? Yeah, absolutely. And it was, it's, I think she was just in the heat of the moment. You know? She lost. Yeah, why would you be suspended for calling a team a coward? I don't get that. That doesn't seem like a suspendable offense. But then there's sportsmanship that's involved, I guess. You're supposed to shake hands afterwards and, you know, maybe... So why did she call them cowards? What's cowardly about the Swedish team?
1: everything <laughs> I don't I don't know women's soccer I just. and on that note it's time to check in with the glebe of extraordinary gentlemen the glebe squad the glebe nation the glebe mob the glob and all of us the be Glebers we all aspire to be it's time brain Trust, for Twitter answers <laughs> Twitter answers, everybody. Uh, before I tell you the question we asked this week, I'd just like to share with you my road dates, as I always do, and Chad can do the same with his upcoming dates and the other plugs you'd like to plug, Chad. This is the plug
0: part of the podcast. You want to plug first? You go ahead and plug first if you like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Mister Ben Gleve. I'm going to be at the Orlando Improv Wednesday, September 7th. Side Splitters, the 8th through the 10th, and the one I really want to uh, hammer home. September 28th at the Hollywood Improv, Wednesday, 8 o'clock, myself, Nick Swartzen, Christina Walkinshaw, Wayne Fetterman, and the one and only Ben Gleeb will be on that show. Get I'm going to be on the show. You are on the show. Oh, great. You are the, the Bane Attraction. I'm the Bane Attraction. So come to that show, Wednesday, 8 o'clock, September 28th, Ben Gleeb. And follow
1: so Chad on all social media, at Chad Zumach.
0: Yeah, C-H-A-D-Z-U-M-O-C-K, Instagram, Facebook. Follow me. Thank you. Love that. And I will be...
1: First of all, Idiot Test is back. Olympics are done. So Idiot Test is back now for another four weeks every Tuesday at 10 and ten thirty, nines Central. Did they pause it for the Olympics? They did. Oh, yeah. Oh. We paused it. I didn't we, know. We were focused. Very focused on the Olympics. We wanted to make sure we didn't get Zika in our studio. <laughs> no one's diving in algae pools in my game show. I love it. So we got a few weeks left of that here in our third season. And um, please tune in. And let us finish out the season strong. Um and uh, watch Neurotic Gangster, my stand-up special on Showtime. I'll fantastic. be fantastic. Thank you, buddy. I mean that. I'll be back on the Today Show on September 13th, two, whatever the Tuesday is, with Kathleen Hoda on the Guys Tell All panel again. It's like my ninth or 10th time on there with those fine ladies. Is Kathleen Lee cool? They're both so cool. Really? So great. So great. But I've got some announcements of brand-new stand-up dates for you here, including some I've been mentioning before. So here they come at you in chronological order. I'm in Chicago at Zanies on Wells Street the rest of this weekend. So am I, by the way. Chad Zumok will be featuring for me his Killer. Killer up there on stage, August 24th through 27th. On my Saturday night 9 o'clock show, come be part of the continuation of the history-making I'm doing with these live Facebook Live broadcasts. The entire set will be live on Facebook. So if you can't make it live, watch it. I'll be hitting the stage at 9.45 p.m. Central Time, 7.45 Pacific. Uh The entire show will be improvised with the crowd and live on Facebook. Chat will be the one behind the camera uh telling us what you all are commenting. Please try to talk about my dick less this time if you guys can. Yeah, that would be off. great. That's another thing I need to mention to Chad later. Please, If they talk about my dick, don't mention my dick. Fair enough. That would be nice. Thank you so much. I try not to. That's very sweet. I don't like to mention it either. <laughs> I shouldn't even mention it on the podcast, but I just did by an accident. Um, and I'll be in Minneapolis at the House of Comedy in the Mall of America, September 1 through 4, also doing a Facebook Live broadcast there. Not sure what show you. It'll be either Friday or Saturday. Is that Rick Thursday. Bronson's house? Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, baby. Mm-hmm. The one, the only. And I'll be in Plano, Texas, Hyenas Comedy Club, September 15th, a free show. Come out and check that out in the next two nights in Dallas at Hyenas, September 16th and 17th. Is that Charles Bronson's Hyenas? It is Charles Bronson's Hyenas, yep, the old action hero. And then I'll be in Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, doing another free show at the Kennedy Center. I'm headlining the Kennedy Center, baby, on September 20th. Is that Pierce Bronson's Kennedy Center? It is Pierce Brosnan's Kennedy Center, former... (laughs) Former Double O Seven and 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 male lead in Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, so keep that in mind. It's a Kennedy Center honor for me to play there. And then I just got just announced. I'll be playing the Hell Yes Fest in New Orleans. I'm headlining the Joy Theater on October 11th, New Orleans, Louisiana. I'll be at Sunnyvale, California, Rooster Teeth Feathers October 14th through 16th. Seattle, Washington, Laughs Comedy Club October 21st through 22nd, and then Boston. Laugh's comedy club November 4th through 5th. Get tickets for all of them at BenGleeb.com. So just do what's right, you know what I mean? Just do it. I asked the brain, Trisola and did you watch the Olympics? Why or why not? And, oh man, it just went away. I have to now pull it back up, so I'm going to pause one last time. Found it and we back. Uh, I asked the brain, Triz, did you watch the Olympics? And if so, why or why not? Pierre Jason Kelly at Johnny Underscore Arcade says yes because I wanted to watch the USA rack up medals and Ryan Lochte. Mm. He's a big Lochte fan. Apparently, he's not
0: dissuaded by fake claims of robbery. Yeah, man, he likes he likes him for what he is. You got to be able to separate the two. You like gotta like Jerry you Sandusky separated. was a good defensive
1: coordinator. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Stephanie Walters at Stephanie One Nine Nine One Two Four. No, because it wasn't interesting to me. Only thing I saw was men's volleyball, and that was okay, I guess. Mm. Uh Kimberly Johnson, yes, absolutely. I I love to support American athletes. They've worked so hard to get to the Olympics. Very supportive person, both Kimberly and Stephanie, big supporters of mine, and they support everything good and noble in this world. Um, Taylor Hall at I dig a pony said I only watched women's team volleyball because, well, the shorts. Ah. For that rationale, why not watch beach volleyball? It's only it's they're in bikinis. Yeah, step up your game. Step up your game on the choices if you're doing it based on women's attire, then at least choose the scampiest ones. Right. Scampiest ones. Um, optimist for PA Governors says I watch bits and pieces, mostly due to working nights and spending family time. you got to prioritize that. A lot of people say, I'm going to prioritize the Olympics over my family. I think that's wrong. Um. Yeah, you should make it a family event, maybe. You watch know. with your kids?
0: Yeah. There's a
1: lot of robberies happening at gunpoint. I don't know if you can, kids not, can handle that. Not on camera. Well, actually, on no, camera. on surveillance camera, you can see that. In fact, that didn't happen. But You can see a lot of peeing,
0: though. You know, the guys get bored over there. There's not a lot going on. Fair.
1: That's fair. E.J. Bang at Erica J. Bang says, I tried one evening, but that was enough to give me gastric distress. Phelps is overrated. I need Tums. I dislike him that much. Also, all the reminders of Rio made me want food with cumin and cilantro and lime. Don't know if they eat that there, but they do in my head. I'd like to know what's going on in that head. That's a delicious head. (laughs) Everything going on there made me hungry. cilantro. Right?
0: Yeah.
1: At God one, Rita two. You shouldn't keep score with God, but Maurice Andrews says, (laughs) I didn't. It's just a money grab masked as patriotism damn that's getting deep i don't even know what that means i think he's saying the olympics it's not even like real sports competition it's like they're just trying to get all this money for all these broadcasts by pitting these countries against each other for no reason
0: it's all competition it's all a business Super Bowl's a business it's all business come on what do you think but there's also competition going on yeah i think it's a pretty decent thing usually i watch i prefer the winter
1: olympics i like seeing sports that i don't do I don't like seeing just, like, regular old, like, here's a guy running. That's not exciting to me. You don't like Usain Bolt? Yeah, it's all right.
0: That's so fast. He's like a
1: leopard. It's all right, but at the same time, I prefer, like, people being pushed down ice at rapid speeds.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: As UK Brain Trust, Chris Carter asks, what do you make of old people getting gold medals for making horses dance? That's one of the events. There's, like, this horse dance event. You can get a gold Olympic medal for it. Yeah, some of those events are pretty sketchy. Like, all right, come on. Like, I, I, if you really try How's it the same value gold medal, as
0: someone that's like a top tier athlete, right? I think if you were really, you're, you're a creative guy, you could probably come up with a sport and be the best at it. I don't know what that it's is. Good idea, actually. just come up with something. Like a mixture of ping pong and curling. Yeah. You could be I the could rock that shit. The Dr. James
1: Naismith of ping pong and curling. I don't mind that at bad people. The movie says I did watch cause it's funny to look away from the GOP implosion and I only quote that one because Bad People, the movie, is a movie that I'm one of the leads in. Uh, Annie Gerard and I um, oh, play, Brandy. she's the best, play news anchors as recurring characters in a film full of interstitials coming out soon. It's getting accepted to festivals now, so stay tuned for Bad People, the movie, and follow it on Twitter and and Instagram. Okay. Um, and on that note, it is day Sunday time. Thunder Round. You can't thunder like you right Our one story here for the Thunder Round that at UK Brain Trust, the British Bureau of this fine podcast, uh, brought to us. Small town Sweden, everyone, as he writes Sex Pig halts traffic after laser attack on Pokemon teens. What does that mean? I'll explain. Tiny Injson in central Sweden is not known for pig mask wearing couples shooting lasers at Pokemon hunters. What town is? Uh, I heard there was a town in North Dakota that was. but, but That's just the only two towns. Sure. Uh, before having sex by a water wheel. The couple then had sex by a water wheel, but it's about to change. Swedish police arrest kids at a birthday party. A drunk knight in armor detained in Stockholm. Those are two other stories I read back and then I just screen grabbed here. Sorry, let me go back to the... Were these your notes after Burning Man? (laughs) It was Friday night in the village of 2000 when two teenage siblings wandered out with their smartphones to play Pokemon Go. But instead of finding a Pikachu or squirrel, they soon came face-to-face in the park with a couple who must have seemed scarcely more real. The teenager's mom, who reported the incident to the police, told the newspaper, Mm. They wore rubber masks depicting pigs' heads and started screaming and waving a green laser. A laser beam hit one of the teens in the face, and the children rushed home, shaken, but luckily unharmed. And not stirred. They were not. Traffic backed up on the highway as some drivers slowed down, others clambered out of their cars to behold the bizarre spectacle as the two of them, in pig's masks, were then spotted having sex beside the Hamlet's water wheel. I can't get behind that. Do you think Pokemon goes out of control? Do you think it's acceptable somebody's going to Pokemon Go near you to put on a pig mask and sh- sh- shine a laser in their eye
0: before having sex by a water wheel? That's a direct question to you, Jetsu. I quote the great Brody Stevens and, Pokemon Go? How about Pokemon Stop? I like that a lot. That was that was his saying. No, I, I think uh, this is going to go away like the... Uh, Ice no, pool. this, this one was never going away. This story's going to stay at the top of the news for a long time. It's gonna, it's it's everything's a fad though. It's gonna be like the ice bucket challenge. You remember that everyone was dumping water on their heads? Which apparently has actually helped. They just released that
1: all the money raised from that has now found breakthroughs in genes that can lead. They think and hope
0: towards stopping ALS. I thought it was a, there were scams going on with that. There were like I don't know funneling money. It's one of the great things that have worked actually. Really? Well, no one's dumping water on their heads anymore, and eventually no one's going
1: to be playing Pokemon Maybe. Go. But if they do, I'm okay with people having pig sex and shining lasers on you if you do. Because How about just enjoy the real world and look the fuck up for a minute, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's my belief. That's my belief system. I think I'll, I'll go with your belief. Sounds good to me. Why not? I feel like, why not? Like, you're going to throw things at random pig characters on a screen that's overlaid augmentedly into your own real life. Why not just take in the scenery for a minute and enjoy two old people with masks having sex? I would like to be in your mind for an hour. That would be fun. Oh, it's delicious in there, too. <laughs> it's delicious in there. Um, Chad, I'm gonna, an honor I rarely bestow on my guests, but I'm going to allow you to choose what song we end this podcast with. Any song in the world. Any? It's whatever you think summarizes the vibe or just a song you like right now or whatever it is. Anything you want to end the podcast with. You don't need to play it. Just tell me the name of the song, and then Declan will lay it in for us. Prophets of Rage, Prophets of Rage. Prophets of Rage. This an, it's a self-titled song. Self-titled song
0: from the Prophets of Rage. What kind of music is? I might veto it. It sounds a little heavy metal. I don't like heavy metal. Oh, okay. It's uh, it's Rage Against Machine and Public Enemy. Oh, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Is it going to disturb people? Or we can go ru- uh, run the jewels? Uh, either way. Here, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a sneak peek.
1: This will be, just, this will be the playing of it. No, <laughs> keep it playing. Let's oh, play again. All right. This will be it. We don't, we'll save Declan the work. We're just going to do it right now. We're going to lay it in live until last week. Next week, y'all. Thanks for being here, Chet. This has been...